1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA a member FDIC. This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Great floors for every home. With locations in Crestwood, Manchester, Overland, and St. Peter's. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Michelle and Randy with you, and let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and our Tuesday visit with Darren Pang, the great blues analyst on Ballet Sports. Always good to talk to you, sir. Good morning. How are you doing?
0: Good morning, Randy and Michelle. Yeah, always good to talk to you as well. I'm uh, on a brisk morning here in St. Louis, but uh, obviously, what a, what a, oh my goodness, what a last couple of games. I mean, just phenomenal, exciting Hockey that uh, kept you on the edge of your seat till the, literally the very end. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, what did you think of the uh, the ending of that Dallas gang, game game? Yeah. obviously an uh, historic ending. We had never seen anything like it, as you mentioned. But man, these Blues are just resilient. It doesn't matter if it's the final seconds of the game; they're going to find a way to win. Yeah, there's there is a belief. I mean, I, I saw that resilience being shown in 2019 when you know when Craig Berube took over the team, and I remember when he did the team was lacking a little confidence, Michelle. And, and every time, at, you know, as, as broadcasters, we get a little private time with them, we'd say something about, well, that team's a really good team coming in here. What are you going to do to stop them? And, and Chief would often stop us right in our tracks and say, you know, we're a good team too. We're a good team. We're a good team. And he, the more he said it, I think the more the players started believing in it again and, and started not worrying about everybody else, but focused on the fact they're a good team. And I, I think from that point on this team, Probably have gone through some ebbs and flows with changed personnel uh, from the Stanley Cup win, but all in all, the core group of these players still absolutely believe that they can come back and win a hockey game. But listen, at the very end, I was talking to Ryan O'Reilly about this. I said it was a really confusing end because, um, you know, I I thought that they were upset with uh, Dallas with the, you know, the slash that broke the stick and that Cairo played the puck with a broken stick, and so I was sort of fixated on that. I didn't even see that. Miro Haskinen, Haskinen, uh was tripped and held by Braden Shen as well so I could see their frustration but you know that's hockey I mean the Blues have been on the other end of that as well and so many other teams have but they take advantage of it and O'Reilly scores such a big goal and that's such an important goal for Ryan and then obviously Cairo gets a lucky break to win it but and then I, I'm watching the players celebrate because I'm between the benches uh, waiting to do the post-game interview with the player of the game and, and as the players are saluting the crowd I look, they're all staring at the bench so I'm like, what's going on at their bench? I look over on the bench on the left side, and I see Rick Bonus just trying to crack uh, Joe Pavelski's stick in in half, and he can't break it. And I'm like, oh, what a show this is. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) Darren Pang with us on 101 ESPN. And, Panger, it it sounds really easy, and you know this as a player and as a goalie, it it sounds really easy to play until the whistle blows or until the, the buzzer sounds. But not every team does that. And that's another thing under ruby that the blues do really well we saw it over the weekend with the goal obviously against washington from barbachev and then uh, just keep playing that's so important and the blues do that and play the
0: and if there's a loose puck around there you you know what you might take a, a glove in the in the chops you might get cross-checked in the chest but keep poking at that loose puck until that whistle absolutely goes that's the game i mean the game's still the game it's uh You know, the horn's going to go at the very end of a period, but there's always time for a puck to find its way in the net. And you're right about the barbership goal. That is an excellent example. Washington took their eye off the prize for a split second and they got burnt and it, you know, it may have really dictated the rest of the game. And certainly that was a big win for, uh, for the blues. And then, you know, uh, you know, scoring two goals in the last 46 seconds is, or whatever it was, was, I mean, incredible. I mean, that's just an incredible turn of events and, You can see how if you're the defending team, you know, how you've got to regain your emotion and stability as well. You get all fired up about one thing and you're so upset about that. The next thing you know, they, you know, the Blues end up scoring again. So I think it's probably a good lesson for the Blues too, if they were on the other side of it, to learn from that going forward. And the equalizer in that game, Panger came from Ryan O'Reilly. It was just his second goal in the past 14 games. Obviously, he can contribute to this team in a lot of different ways. But what do you think is stopping him from finding the back of the net uh, the way that we've we've been used to seeing him? Um, you know, I think he's a little bit stung right now, but I I do think that you know that when he was rolling early on with David Prad, and I I'm not a, an excuse maker, but I do think there's some validity to it. Um, that was one of the best tandems, not only on the team, but in the entire NHL. And so, you know, Ryan really was affected by by the by the COVID uh, testing positive and, and obviously came back and was trying to find his way. And then David Prawn ends up, you know, being out. So I think, you know, that magic tandem kind of got broken up right there. And I think he lost a little momentum from that. And then I, I thought he was working hard and getting a lot of chances. In fact, I thought he was shooting the puck more than I've seen him shoot it. So he was determined to get to the middle of the ice, determined to, get pucks on net but you know what sometimes they just don't go in and so i mean this might be exactly uh you know the moment that that he needed i I love the fact that he takes responsibility every single night you know when it's not going well but it's not really him every single night but he's the captain and he's a leader and he he feels the pressure when it's not going well so i think that was a really big moment not just for ryan scoring the goal but i think everybody in the team really saw that and really realized it and and, he, and uh, obviously, he tries hard every single night. So it's nice to see him get rewarded.
1: Panger, Colton Pareco placed in COVID protocol yesterday by a pretty significant margin. He leads the Blues in minutes. Who do you expect to see step up in his stead? And obviously, Falk will play an extra minute or two per game. But who's going to get an opportunity to get those Pareco minutes?
0: Yeah, they're going to be they're going to have to be shared upon. But I mean, Justin Falk is a guy that can probably play thirty minutes any any night, any time of the any time of the week. You know, um, for me, he's he's a guy that, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to single him out a little bit. I think Scandella can get in there a little bit more. I, I've liked his game. Um, you know, Prunovich will be coming back at at this point. What, you know, I, I would I, I would have to think that's the guy though. I mean, when you really look at it, you, you, you look you look great at uh, at Justin Falk. So. Uh, The other part about it is, and this is another frustrating thing, and we've talked about it before, but, you know, from what I understand, both trainer Ray Barilli, who's out on COVID, uh, you know, Braden Shen, who's been playing really well out. I mean, these guys aren't, there's no symptoms for these guys. And it's very frustrating for them to be out and to be missing for this period of time you know when really nothing's going on and nothing's happening with them that's just a real shame.
1: And one last thing Panger, with Seattle coming into town, Jaden Schwartz suffers a broken hand so he's out for a month. So we'll have to wait to see the return of Jaden Schwartz who is one of my favorite players just watching his two-way game over the years. And that's a guy I know that yeah. things aren't going well for Seattle but that, that's a key guy for that team.
0: Yeah, that 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 really is and I'm yeah, so even when the team goes out to Seattle we're not going to see him there either. So um, yeah, I, I just love the guy. You know what I feel about Jaden Schwartz. He's got a heart of gold. He's a spirited guy. And, um, you know, I know Seattle's not going that great for Seattle, but still, it's their first year in the NHL, and there's a, there's a lot of talk about them, a lot of buzz about them. And I'm, I look forward to seeing them. I look forward to seeing their, their beautiful sweaters come in here on Thursday night. I think it'll be an exciting night.
1: Panger, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much. Enjoy doing your commercial today. By the way, this afternoon, a high of 48 in St. Louis.
0: Beautiful. Getting warmer. I got to head over to uh, Arizona for a TNT game uh, later on this afternoon, but uh, I'll be back here for Thursday.
1: All right. We'll be watching. Thank you, sir. Take care. Okay, well, thank you.